Welcome to Freedom Burrito, everyone. Hello. This is Welcome Hello. to episode three. Is it three? Damn. It is three. We made it to three. We're surviving. That's three more than I thought we were going to make. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, still surviving, <laughs> eh? Yeah, a bit. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. Jack and Nick from Tat. Pretty spicy. It was spicy. You're not going to lie. We had some good content good. from those two. But now, we got someone else to give us some more juicy content. We have Amy Mione from... What? Like, what are you from? From Bridge Youth, Bridge Church, anywhere you want to go from Melbstown. Um, but, hey guys, how's it going? Good. <laughs> 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 I am doing pretty swell. If you didn't know, these two are siblings. Yeah, we don't look like siblings at all. Oh, I mean, <laughs> nothing. I mean, like we have completely different coloring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different coloring. We'll leave it at that. I'm adopted. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, that's, no, I'm joking. That's I'm joking. for yeah. another episode. Anyway, so it's not. We're not focusing on each other. We're focusing on our guests as usual. So, Amy, would you like to tell everyone your testimony, pretty much? Cool. So I, as we know, (laughs) corn, corn, (laughs) as we know, um, I'm just my sister. So when it comes to family upbringing, I have a very similar upbringing to him. I grew up um, in church and I always went to church. I had family who always loved God. Um, My parents, they're actually like first, pretty much first generation Christians, as in like going to church regularly. Um, had a couple people in their family that went to church, but definitely on my dad's side, he was first generation. And I know growing up in church, I was always involved with different things, always wanted to help out. Um, but I'm very competitive in some things. And you know how people say that kids need to find their own faith, kind of, and you've got to stop living off your parents' faith. And I remember hearing that as a young kid and being like, okay, well, I'm not going to live off my parents' faith. They're going to be living off mine. So at some point in my life, being a Christian nearly became like a competition. I was like, I have to be better than my parents. I have to read my Bible more. I have to pray. I have to speak in tongues better than my dad can speak yes. in tongues. <laughs> like, um, So I used to mimic him. And then I was like, okay, how can I speak in tongues um, better than he can? Which... Speaking in tongues, you should not have to force. That is completely a natural gift given to you by the Holy Spirit. But I turned into that for some time in my life. I was like, I have to be the best Christian that there is. And um, I reckon it got to probably around 10, 11 that I kind of started to realize being a Christian isn't a competition. It's not about trying to be the best. And so I kind of went on a journey where it turned into not a competition, but just a pure love for God and who he is. Um, And of course, going through youth and having amazing leaders around me who could challenge me and encourage me in God's call for my life. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much my story, my God story in a short nutshell. Nice. Nice. Would you like to say where you um, started from? Where, like with your faith and like Um. levels? Let's say, like, youth, where did you come from? Where did I come from? Oh, you guys just want a shout-out. Here we go. <laughs> Let those city people know. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I am a Freedom Youth girl, born and raised. I wasn't born to Freedom Youth, but pretty much, like, born and raised Freedom Youth girl. Bam. 
whole youth journey was in Freedom Youth. Bam, bam. Shots fired. City people, yeah. we're better. Kidding. We love you guys. I think. I don't know many of the city people, nah, sadly. I only know Amy. Oh, oh. yeah, true. It's Amy. Oh. That, there's, there's Ryan. And Ryan. Yeah. We Ryan. won't talk about him. He, 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 we might be here eventually. He, he can jump on another podcast. If, yeah. If and this one's Amy's it. podcast. So. <laughs> no, that's cool. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. So, Sire, tell us, what's our main topic for today? Our topic is uh, change and changing through uh, different seasons and the transition between them and that kind of stuff because uh, I know recently you you had a big change um, yeah. from what the country to the city yep <laughs> the two like different ends of the pond so different yeah is that am I sensing a bit of sarcasm or like no 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 like legit so different okay uh, yeah give us a few like examples of differences other than traffic um I think my favorite difference, I exercise today. So my. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> no, best no, no, difference? No, no, no. She exercises oh, in the no, city. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean literal exercise. I mean, like, I did this today because I've been back in the country. All right. So my family wasn't home today. It was just me at home. And we have two cows at home. So my favorite thing to do is I just walked up to the gate and I um, just mooed at them. I was like, <laughs> and they mooed back. And I think the biggest difference I noticed, I really want to try it one day, is just go into the CBD and try and move and <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> I really, really want to see, like, just what looks you can get because I know that a cow's not going to move back at me. Um, but that's, like, the funny A human one. might, though. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, I mean, come on, that could be good. But I think um, traffic is majorly different. Um, language is so different. For sure. Like, I've gone to people and I've been like, hey, guys, are you going to be in town tomorrow? And they look at me, they're like, in town? And I'm like, yeah, in town, like the city. And they're like, oh, are you going to be in the city? And I'm like, oh, you guys don't get the whole in town reference. That means you're going to be in, like, the major part of the area. But, yeah, city people are odd and traffic is fun. That was sarcasm, just so you know. Oof. Uh, Good response. Yeah, so you've moved from relatively kind of small church Mm -hmm. to a much bigger church. Yeah. Um, When it comes to ministry, uh, how do you think that, has it uh, strengthened you or has it sort of, been a kind of a burden trying to learn how to manage different things in a bigger church I think for me it was a tad overwhelming at the start not overwhelming but kind of a bit strange because growing up in church I've always in a small church or decently small I've always been involved in something and always had like my hand in different areas, whether that be youth ministry, at times it was kids ministry, um, all different kind of things. I would always just help out and very much the heart of the church was if there's something that needs to be done, you do it, you help out kind of thing. And going to a big church where all of a sudden things are like departmentalized and um, every department has their own different specific roles kind of thing. And so going into that, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, like, cool like I can help out there 
Um, but then I also know how to help out in this area. And it's just trying to work out where you fit best, I think has been the hardest part of the journey. It's just been like, where do I fit in a place that has more departments and has so many more people helping, um, which is amazing. It means things get done quicker, things get done often to like a better quality, but um, trying to find exactly where you fit, I'd say is the hardest um, part about it. And also just getting your foot in the door, being a new person rock up to a completely new place where people don't know you um, is a little scary at first, but I think you just got to meet people and get mm. in, nice. which is what I found. What would you say to like, let's say a country person, maybe a leader or it's a youth kid there, they're ending up going to the city wise, what would you tell them like advice wise, how to get hooked into a youth group down there mm. and what they could expect pretty much down at Melbourne instead of country youth? Yeah, I think advice wise, I would say always, always prioritize your relationship with God first and understand that when you walk into a new church, you're not just going to be able to jump on a hundred percent straight away you're going to need to make connections and so that would be my biggest advice is make connections and friendships build relationship with the yeah. people in your church um whether that's um find out who the youth pastor is just say hey can we just catch up one day learn about their story their vision where they want to take the youth group um and just see where you can partner with them to help them build that whether that's just volunteering um, and just being like, hey, I'll come in and set up. I'll come in and pack up. I'll um, help cook the food kind of thing. And just get involved at any level. Maybe that's just like ushering and taking up the offering or just something simple. Um, but if you're making a big change, definitely when you've always been so involved in ministry, um, I think you just have to be happy to take a step back and be like, look, I just... I'm here to serve the kingdom of God. I'm not here to do anything else but that. And if that's your heart, then you're able to find so much um, happiness and joy in the little things. Um, and you're not really looking for a major, major role as such. You're just ha happy to be there, happy to help. Um, so, yeah, get connected um, and just serve humbly in whatever you can do. That's cool. Um, another thing is, um, I think is we're usually focusing as a resource for youth groups. Yep. So I guess you got to tell the young people what that change from being just a normal youth kid and changing into like a whole youth leader, like yeah. whole big transition, the gap between it, what happens through it. So I don't know, you can talk around that advice-wise cool. wisdom okay well youth kid to youth leader kind of the journey started for me when i was year nine i think someone will probably correct me on this later but i believe it was year nine um is when i kind of transitioned to being an actual youth leader and at first the transition i was super excited i was like yeah this is so cool um got to a little bit down the track and still loved it but there was times where I was like I just want to come to youth and just be a youth kid yeah. like I don't I was like I just want to have fun I just want to not have to think about anything um 
And I remember thinking that for a little bit. I was like, why can't I just come and just enjoy kind of thing? Um, and that's where I really had to check my heart and motivations um, because obviously they weren't in the right place and I needed to um, refocus. I was like, actually, what do I love about the serving role? And I'm like, well, because I serve and um, helping in a leadership capacity, it means other youth kids can come and enjoy. Other youth kids, um, kids who haven't even grown up in church, who have never experienced the love of Jesus, can walk in and feel at home. And that's because there's people who are willing to serve, whether that's behind the scenes or an upfront role. Um, so I think that really challenged me. Um, but when I went from like school um, to um, just like youth leader, so what happened was I finished school in 2017. Um, and then I did an internship in 2018 um, with my friend Chloe and we pretty much um, just ran the youth group uh, with the help of our amazing leaders for that year and that was a massive change because I never expected to finish school and all of a sudden go into full, like not full-time youth leading but Felt like full time. <laughs> Felt yeah. like full time. I was doing other stuff too. But like, yeah, being so, so involved and having so much input into it. And it was a blessing. It came with its challenges. Um, it was a major growth year. I learned so, so much. Um, but I think when you do that transition from, okay, I'm no longer a youth kid, but I'm now a youth leader. I think um, it is important to set people up around you as mentors. Because as a youth leader, um, your job is to input into the youth kids um, and the students and everyone who goes. But as a youth leader, you've got to think about, okay, who's inputting into me? Who's mentoring me? Who's, um, who's challenging me on things? Because if we only want people who just encourage us, amazing, we're going to feel great all the time, but we're never really going to go anywhere. We need people who are willing to say, hey, look, maybe you could have dealt with that situation a different way or, hey, what do you think about this? Or this is something that will grow you. It might not be easy, but it's something that will grow you. Um, so I had some amazing people. I had um, some older people in the church as well as our pastors, some great people who always, always challenged me, um, always pushed me, but always encouraged me and looked after me. Um, so I'd say that's one advice I'd say for the transition um, and I'd say just don't lose your joy and fun. Just because yeah. you've finished school doesn't mean you c can't have fun. For sure. Like, always just be willing to play table tennis or throw the basketball around. Don't just, like, sit down on your phone all, all the time kind of yeah. thing. Like, just come alongside them. Um, if there's a new fad that they're interested in and you're like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Like I had some girls that used to message me and I had to Google what their like acronyms meant yeah. because I had no idea. I was like, I feel so old already and I'm only like 17, 18. Oof. Back then I was only <laughs> 17, 18. And I, yeah, I had to like Google it. I was like, I don't know what they mean, but just be willing to come back to their level and like, back to where they are at it in life because obviously there's a bit of a change and when you finish school, you're stepping into adulthood. But if you're a youth leader, don't completely leave your fun side behind. I think yeah, don't, no matter even if you're 80 years old, never leave your fun side behind. Life advice. 
long run advice. Oh. Life advice with Amy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, would you have any advice? Um, this is changed, but not specifically with leadership. Um, so, if they're going through, uh, I don't even know. Maybe they're moving to a different, moving to a different place, or or moving interstate, or some some other change that isn't related to church and ministry. Would would you have any uh, advice or tips of either like coping with it? Um, or accepting it or something like that, I don't know. Definitely. Um, I think, like, full transparency, the first couple of months of when I moved were probably the hardest, most mentally challenging months that I've, like, gone through. And um, for me, I moved out um, into a place on my own. Um, Growing up with four siblings and my parents, I'd always had people around, always had noise at home, always had things around and going to a place where all of a sudden you don't know anyone in your town, you don't know anyone at your local supermarket, which was so weird for me because I could never go to the supermarket without having a conversation with someone and seeing people. Um, so all of a sudden just being alone and it was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm here. I doubted so many times whether I had chosen the right thing, whether um, I would really heard God right, whether I'd chosen to go to the right church and things like that. Um, and I really struggled with just a heap of different things in those first few months. And um, I'd say I learned a lot about, you learn so much about yourself, but you're also learn a lot about how you cope best and everyone's going to be different. So there could be like different scenarios. So just say like I, I moved out by myself, but just say you're a youth kid and your family is moving to a different place and you don't really want to move and you're like, I'm happy where I am, I have friends where I am. That's a whole other scenario when it's not your choice moving. Mm -hmm. And that can feel lonely when it's like I don't want to be here. I don't know anyone here starting the new school. Like, it, it's difficult. But um, I'd say my biggest kind of things are you really have to know um, what keeps your mind and heart guarded. And by that, I mean, in Proverbs 4 verse 23, it says, guard your heart. And that is something that we're supposed to do. Um, and we're we need to guard our mind as well. Um, so how I exercised, there's that word again, whoop, whoop. Oh, exercise, gains. Yeah, gains. get those spiritual gains, come on. Um, get swole with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I can't even remember where I was now. Okay, heart and mind, cool. Um, so how to actually practically do those things. I'd say for guarding your heart, Something I did is when I notice feelings of loneliness or feelings of just like not feeling like I was where I was meant to be, where I felt like I was completely like nearly abandoned. I always knew Jesus was with me. Like we hear that cliche, Jesus is always with you. Like I knew that, but I'm also someone who loves to have people around me. I always love to be around people. So I needed to make sure that I guarded my heart in that sense and didn't let fear or doubt or anything creep in. Um, so for me, I made like a playlist of, there were certain worship songs that if I put on, by the end of that worship song, I couldn't 
be angry or sad or upset. Any specifics? Any specifics. Um, Another in the Fire, Hillsong oh, United. Good song. Um, Great it. It's so Great good. Song. It starts off with the lyric, um, there is a grace when the heart is under fire. Yeah. And as soon as that lyric plays, it was all of a sudden like, okay, God, I understand. I'm like, <laughs> you're still top dog. Like, <laughs> I got it. Um, <laughs> I, I totally learned like God's grace because even when you feel completely in, oh, good grace, that's another good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or whole heart, you know, we could just do the whole yeah. album. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so good. But he... Um, really showed me just how graceful he was even when I felt inadequate and not good enough um, during that season the doors he opened for me in different opportunities I was like why am I like out of everyone I really don't feel mentally there at the moment but God you're still good and you're still opening up these opportunities so that um, really he proved just how amazing he is um, but I'm yeah I made a playlist of songs that were good for guarding my heart. Mm. Another one was like surround, Surrounded, was it? I'm going to butcher this song name completely. The one that's like, this is how I fight my battles. Do you know that one? It's like Upper Yes. Room. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> haven't heard it? I have heard it. I was just wondering if Jay had heard it. Oh, no, it. I okay, haven't cool. heard it, no. No, it's a good one. Or oh, the other one is Nothing Else by Cody Carnes. It is, of course. from the start of the year, it's been my favourite song. I remember playing it for Josiah. I was like, Josiah, check out this song. It's so good. He's like, yeah. I've heard it so many times. <laughs> yeah, Josiah said Play it every car trip. <laughs> yeah, he oh. got sick of it by then. But I, I don't, really, I'm not really sick it. of it. I like the song. It's just not on my playlist. <laughs> I keep forgetting to put it on. That's completely fair, yeah. I love that song. So they were just a couple of songs I had on the playlist that really just refocused me when I was feeling inadequate, when I w was feeling lonely, when I wasn't feeling great. Um, and the other thing uh, with your mind, um, we need to watch like what thoughts come into our mind because that was a major thing with me when change happened. Um, like I like change and I get excited by change, but when there's just things you weren't expecting, like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't know anyone. Yay, this is so much fun. Um, guarding your mind is important. And I heard a quote from... Christine Kane, who's an amazing, amazing woman of God. Look her up if you haven't heard of her. But she actually said that our mind is like a train station. And every second, every millisecond, there's different trains of thought coming through our head. But we have a choice whether we actually let that train stop at the station or not. And it is something so hard to actually do. But every day I'm learning more and more about if there's something that comes into my mind and I'm like, hmm, there's no way this is leading to somewhere good. There's no way that this is leading to somewhere pleasing um, or something that God has designed. Then I'm like, okay, I need to take that thought and be like, get rid of it. Give it to God. He can demolish it. Just, he just has to like, could you imagine God like with our thoughts? He wouldn't have to put any pressure on. He just had to be like, bing, and it'd be gone. Donk. Donk. Yeah. <laughs> donk. <laughs> donk. <laughs> so, donk. So good. Yeah. So, I think I, when you move and there's a change, um, whether you like it or not, so whether you're just a youth kid who's moved away with your family, don't know anyone, guard your heart, guard your mind, um, and make sure that you you may not feel like going out and meeting new people at church, but it is worth it. 
get connected with something, get to know people, um, because that's the only way you're going to really truly start to feel at home mm. in your new change. Yeah, sweet. All right. I've got another question. Mm. Thank you. So, uh, with people who really don't want to go through the change that is happening in their lives, how uh, would you? Do you have any ways to uh, come to terms with it and accept it, sort of thing? Hmm. Change that you don't want to happen. I think give yourself. I've always found that when I'm annoyed and angry, that I give myself a short period of time where I'm like, okay, you can be angry and you can like <laughs> be annoyed, but after that, you've got to try and work out a way to get on with it, kind of thing, and a work around it. So when it comes to change that you don't like, um, maybe God's tell, told you to do something and you're like, I don't want to do that. Um, or maybe it's your family who's like, okay, we're going to be moving on to a new season. We're going to be moving somewhere else um, and you don't want to do it. I'd say the best thing to do, give yourself just a moment. Give yourself an hour, maybe it's a day, depending where you're at, how angry you're at, where you're like, okay, I can be, I can be angry today. Um, but after that, don't let it get your heart bitter. Um, because if you start letting the anger creep into your heart, if you start taking it on and letting it just say become bitter at your parents, um, just say your parents have made a decision you don't like, um, if you start letting anger creep into your heart, you're going to become bitter against your parents. And you're, you'll notice because your conversations with your parents will all of a sudden, they'll just ask you something small like, hey, how was your day? And you'll be like, yeah, it was good, thanks. And then, like, you walk away and you're like, oh, I'm really struggling to have a normal conversation with my parents right now. And that's because you've let bitterness into your heart. Um, I know I've done that in times where sometimes, like, mum and dad will ask me something and, like, I'll just snap straight away and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> where did that come from? And it's because there'll be a situation that was so small but I let that little bitterness creep in and let it stain my heart all, almost. Um, so I'd say that even if you don't like change, don't get bitter about it. Don't let it get you bitter. Um, for a practical kind of tip, because that's not super practical, that's something you have to assess for yourself and um, where you are at. Um, for a practical tip, I would say just really seek God. And by that, I mean this may mean you need to take a chunk out of your day and just sit on your bedroom floor, put some worship music on or just pray and just see God and be like, okay, God, I don't like this change. I don't like what's going on. But can you show me where you are in this change? Can you show me where your heart is? Can you show me possibly like an opportunity or just show me you in this situation? Because so much we get caught up with where we are in a situation. It's like, oh, I have to move. I'm going to be all by myself. My friends aren't coming with me. Um, I'm all of a sudden not in a place. I move into a new house and the new house sucks. Like it's no good. Um, and there's all these sort of thoughts we have about where we are that we forget to ask where God is. Um, and the moment where we're like, hey, God, where are you? That's when all of a sudden we l open at the doors um, within our lives for his peace to come flooding in, for his joy to come flooding in. Um, yeah, and if you've got God's peace, then 
it's going to change your thoughts on the situation completely. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Sweet. I think we're going to wrap this up because you guys got to get going, eh? Yeah. You gotta They're going to vanish. So, Amy, is there anything you want to plug? <laughs> Anything I want to plug. Your Anything church, you youth. Plug. We're going to allow church, you to. Youth, social media stuff. stuff. Wow. Okay. Um, well, if you're ever in the city, check out Bridge Church. One of them. Um, yeah. One of the campuses. One of the campuses. I'm at the city. Um, check out Bridge Youth if you're a youth kid in the city. Um, otherwise, come like... We have a youth and young adults conference on the 3rd to 5th of October called Fire Conference. Visit fireconference.bridgechurch.com. What? Well, there Whoa. might be a .au, but I can't remember. Uh, okay, it's only 30 bucks, but register if you want to come. Um, <laughs> but Okay, that's like church stuff. Um, but otherwise, yeah. Yo, my name's Amy Muni. Check me out on the socials if you really want to, but you don't have to. <laughs> I'm not concerned about that. We didn't even introduce ourselves fully. <laughs> Our names. Well, hi, I'm Josiah. <laughs> and I'm your host, Jay. Welcome free to be at Burrito. We've done our introduction. Bear, we did the introduction right at the end. Good job, us. Yeah. You You're welcome. To see it. Yeah. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. We haven't plugged our social media. Okay. Freedom Youth Kai on both Facebook and Instagram. Uh, at Freedom Memes. Uh, .exe, also on Instagram. For the spicy, spicy content meme. there. And according to Amy, today's meme that was just posted on, I just dated this video. Oh, no. But one of the recent ones was pretty spicy. Uh, yeah. Yes. It was good. It was a good one. I wasn't following until today. What? Oh. 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 That hurt even more than Jackson. It just, like, the content wasn't up there until I chucked, I had it chucked a look today. And I stole that meme from Reddit. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Ouch. No. Uh, Freedom.exe on Instagram uh, for the girls. Freedom underscore... Freedom underscore youth underscore girls. Yeah, that's a thing now. Yeah, good job, girls. Good if job. you're watching this, Let's good go job. girls, represent. I think that's yeah. what the thing is. Also, uh, who cares about Fire Conference because we're going to talk about Brave. Oh, uh, yeah. Go Brave Conference first. Okay, so 35 bucks. You have to get in right now because it's only a few weeks until it's 50 bucks and you don't want to pay more money because... You don't want to be a broke boy. More money equals... Money, more problems. problems. Bam. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Come on. And Dave Doolan, his yeah. ledge, uh, got Triple Wars. Tribal Wars. Triple Wars. Triple Wars. Which is going to be very nice. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. I'd say so, yeah. I think Josiah would like to wrap this up with a final saying, as he always mm. does. Mm. Let's just get prepared here because it may be as Better stupid as the last one. Um, you know what? Every so often, chickens dance. But in the times they don't, they make us wonder if they do. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.